have you ever wanted to guest on a podcast like this one that you're listening to right now? Well, you can. You can definitely do this by visiting a website called Podmatch, where you can sign up and be available for all different types of podcasts that you can guest on. Or you can even search for a podcast and say, I want to I want to guest on your podcast. I think we'd be a good match. So if you want to do this, you can go to our unique link, which is joinpodmatch.com forward slash reality. And you can sign up and do exactly that. And you can find us and you can guest on our podcast. So again, that unique link is www.joinpodmatch.com. That's J-O-I-N-P-O-D-M-A-T-C-H.com forward slash reality, R-E-A-L-I-T-E-A. And you can be a guest on our podcast. Welcome to Reality Tea Times 2, the podcast where we discuss on the trash reality TV we love to hate. I am Tanika, and today we're going to be finally discussing the family Chantel from last week. So as you can see, it is just me since we are late with the episode, and I'm recording this on a Monday, um, and usually we need to record with Letitia on a weekend going to be just me for this episode. So just announcements that we're going to discuss. I don't have any hot goss. Hot goss was provided on the toe episode, which you should already have. And uh, memes for Family Chantel have been um, already posted to the social media. So announcements before we jump into the episode. Again, just a reminder that we're going to be on a break for a month starting December 7th. We are going to be covering the following shows before um, the break. Or at least we'll be recording the following um, shows from that week. And you'll either have it, you know that week or maybe following. So you'll be getting the following episodes. You'll be getting The Golden Bachelor. You'll be getting 90 Day OG, Toe, if that's still going, which I think it will be. Uh, Family Chantel, which will be a solo, um, a solo recording. You'll have that. You'll also be getting FBoy Island, if that is still going, Below deck is question marked if that's still going, which I think it will be. That's a question mark. We will see how that goes. So you might not get that. And you will also get Sister Wives. So that would be the second reunion day. We might do, depending, we'll probably have to do each episode probably would be too much to do one full episode. But anyways, you'll get those 
um, that final week, we will do recaps of the shows that are still going that we've missed. Um, so maths, I think will obviously still be going because that just started. You'll be getting probably Sister Wives, the, the two episodes, you'll get those when we come back. And what else? OG will be still obviously still going. So you'll get a quick recap on OG as well. And yeah, that's basically it. Bachelor in Paradise is still there. It's still happening. We'll try to get as much to you before the break, but that might be something you get after the break. We'll see. But by then, no one's going to care, but we'll still talk about it. So that's basically that. So that's going to be during December 7th to January 7th. Then we will do a quick recap of the show's um, after the break and next take podcast will be on a hiatus as well. We'll be on a break. Just stop seeing a hiatus break from the week of December 18th until the, the next episode comes out on January 18th. So that's what's happening over there. So that's all, really all the announcements we need to go through. Let's hop into the reason that we are here. The Family Chantel, Season 5, Episode 2, A Madness Most Discreet, I think is the name of the episode. Anyway, so we see that Chantel is living with her parents now. She says that they talk too much. If, yeah, we, we all knew this already. She wants some alone time. Just her. I get it. And, um, she says that now it's just really weird sleeping on a twin mattress, which is not really used to sleeping on a twin mattress anymore. And then we just kind of have, you know, Karen being Karen being lower H, oh, him with a lower case H, and Pedro doesn't have a heart, that kind of thing. Anyways, moving on. So now we're going to have a garage sale of the things in Chantel's home that she doesn't intend to bring with her or doesn't fit in her parents' house. So Karen is real happy that she gets to sell Pedro's things, like his clothes. And in particular, guys, that gaming chair, she's so ready for it. And she says, I'm going to give that gaming chair to the highest bidder and she does give it to the highest bidder for a dollar <laughs> when I say I laughed out loud I laughed out loud this was this was top tier Karen chef's kiss good round of applause for Karen I mean my god I thought it was amazing how <laughs> how just petty it's a work of art honestly a dollar it's fucking great um so now we see Pedro is going to the house now 
after the garage sale has happened and he's planning to get um, his tools and his fertilizer that he calls just fertilized. But anyways, he's going to be getting that um, from the house. He says he is definitely hoping <laughs> that his game chair, <laughs> oh, that his gaming chair is going to be at the house. You just, mm, the innocence of this man to actually think that a scorned woman, and I'm going to get to scorned in a minute, that a scorned woman is going to actually allow you to take the one thing you love the most, that that's your game chair. Come on. Come on. No. No way. Like, come on. You must be dumb. Anyways. So, he says that he misses having a yard and we got like flashbacks of that. And the house is just completely empty. He says, you know, getting this house maybe was a mistake. It's a lot of work for two people. And he says that Chantel just didn't want to do the work. I highly fucking doubt that. But anyways, um, he says you've got to be a team and that they just were not a team. Whatever. He says he has guilt because he broke her heart. No, you don't. You don't fucking have any sort of guilt. You don't give a shit that you hurt this person's this person's feelings. The person who you said I do to for the rest of your life. You did you don't care, as far as I'm concerned. The way he acts later on and what we're gonna see in the current episode that's gonna be coming on in two hours from when I'm recording. You don't care. Then here we see him picking up a sombrero, which looks like a, to me, it looks like a fucking sombrero. And he puts it on and I said, mm, I, mm, I don't think you should put the sombrero on your head. Because I feel like that's appropriation, cultural appropriation. So I think you should take the sombrero off your head. That's just me. I think that's a lot of people. He is really sad because he can see that the chair isn't there. It was his favorite chair. It was his favorite color. Red, white, and blue, y'all. His favorite colors. Red, white, and blue. You're literally feeding into the narrative that Karen has been saying for years, which is trying to harvest the American dollar, which is now trying to get access to the American economy. So... I, I, you're not helping yourself when you say that it was your favorite colors, which are red, white, and blue. Wow. Just fucking wow. So he says that she's very vengeful for selling the chair because she knows how much I love that chair. Okay. Pedro, I'm going to give you a lesson from a woman who's been hurt by men in my past. Um, it's not so much vengeful as it is scorned. When you don't get to hurt a woman the way that you did and talk shit about her the way that you do and not think she's going to be scorned and act accordingly. We all know the term, ladies, say it with me. Ain't nothing like a woman scorned so don't fuck with us. That's what's happening here. And you know what? I'll power to her. 
one day she'll stop being vengeful. One day she'll stop feeling scorned. But for now, it's not going to happen because the ink is barely dry. So it's a process before you start to feel peace. And as far as I'm concerned, as long as I don't feel peace, honey, you won't feel it either. Welcome to being divorced. Enjoy. Anyway, so uh, he says that now he, he since the divorce is final, it's done, he's going to be going to the DR. He says he didn't feel comfortable leaving the country before because he didn't know what the family Chantel would do in order to keep him out of the States. And I'm thinking, there's nothing they can do. You are you are um, a resident of America, permanent resident of America. You're not going anywhere. You can't not be allowed back into the country. You know, you will have formal paperwork that's telling you you're no longer permitted into the country. And the fact that you've gone through a divorce seven years after your marriage isn't enough to get you deported. You know, as annoying as it is, I get it from their perspective, or I'm going to say from Chantel's perspective, I get it, but it is what it is. So now we're in the DR, and Lydia, we see, is learning English. I really don't have a whole lot to say about this, but I still need to point it out because for fuck's sakes, she says that she's learning because it's a universal language, and because she can find an American husband if she learns the language. Well, I guess, you know, really need to get the access to that American economy. Anyway, she goes on to say bullshit, like American men are loyal, are loyal to their women, or what's the next thing she says, that they are dedicated to their partners. Now, I haven't dated an American. Now, if I fucked an American a couple times, a few times, um, so I, I've never had the, the joys of actually being with somebody who was actually American-born. Um, but I have dated all kinds of different races of men born in those countries. I've I married a Jamaican man. I'm currently with an African man. I have dated plenty of, you know, African men from different countries in Africa. I've dated plenty of Jamaican men or anywhere in the Caribbean, Trinidadian, Guyanese, St. Lucian. I've been everywhere. I, I even touched down in, in India before with the men I've chosen. I, you know, I, I've, I've, been around the world and I, yeah, yeah, you know, they're all the same. Every single fucking one of them are the same. So the fact that she thinks that being with an American man is going to be better or different uh, is not the case. And the fact of who she is choosing, we'll get to it in a minute, who she is choosing to give her time to has already proven to her they're not loyal or dedicated. We'll get to him in a minute. You wait for it. Don't make me say the name, because I will. A lot. 
Anyways. So she says, you know, American men are not like her ex, father of her children. I'm not even going to go there. I'm not even going to touch it because I'm thinking, didn't you readily know to some extent that he wasn't just yours? Anyway, um, she says that she's learning the following phrases, and I quote, What happened? I love you, and I miss you. All important things, she says, if she is going to procure her American husband. My God. Anyways, moving on. She does also say that she will get her American husband. She will not stop until she does. There's also that. Anyway, back to Pedro being all big mad and shit. He says that he's mad because the other real estate agent, you know, selling the home, she's going to, you know, spend, be costing a lot of money. And if she would stop being so childish and allow me to sell the house, we could save money. So you really think... Pedro isn't going to give himself a commission. Of course he is. Of course he's going to give himself a fucking commission. So that's still, you're still doing the same shit. Like, anyway. Um, so then he decides, you know, let me call her because I'm only mad about that, but I'm also mad about the chair. Like she's going to give a shit. Anyway. He calls her and he first brings up, you know, the whole house situation. And she explains to him yet again that she doesn't trust him point blank. End of discussion. Stop talking about it. Then he says, like, you know, she's jealous and uh, of my success or something. And that's why, like, she won't let me do this. And I said... It has nothing to do with jealousy. You're picking the wrong word. And I'm not going to give you the excuse of English as your second language because you've been speaking it for quite some time that you should know the right word to use. It's not jealousy or anything like that for the reason why she won't allow you to do this, to sell the house. She doesn't fucking trust you. I'm not in Chantel's shoes and I don't trust you. So why the fuck do you think she should? And she doesn't have to trust you. Trust went out the window nine months before when you filed for a divorce. You're no longer entitled to my trust and my respect. I wish you all the best. Best, best be known. You don't get shit from me. I don't he doesn't understand. Anyway. Um, then he asks, where's my chair? And she's like, it's gone. Period. (laughs) And he says, you know I loved that chair. And she says, you loved that chair more than you could have ever loved me. And he says, not true. It's not true. I loved you and the chair equally. (laughs) Equally? Equally. Listen to me, if my, if my boyfriend actually told me that he loved something equally to me, like an inanimate object, uh, inanimate object, I would be like, 
also this relationship is done then right because if you love me equally to like i don't know let's say if you love me actually we've had this joke before but joke we have had the joke of he loves me and soccer equally but i'm like uh no because soccer's not gonna make you have fun like that (laughs) um but yeah i'm like no 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 you don't love anything equally to me. The only thing that I will ever allow my partner to love more than me is the children he has with me. And if he had children before me, but in my case, he doesn't. But yeah, I'm, you know, that's the only thing I'm going to allow you to love more than me. Not even equally, more. That's it. But, ugh. Anyway, so she's like, well, it's gone. And he says, yeah, my love is gone too. I didn't understand that comment. But anyways, he says that she hasn't matured yet like a real woman. You don't know. You want to know a real woman if it slapped you in the fucking ass, please. Then he It says that she's self-centered, blah, blah, blah. And now we're starting to talk about deportation. And I'm thinking, where's this coming from? And uh, and talking about, like, ruining his career. And he says, evil never wins. And she says, why did you call me to ruin my day? I am not going to waste my air talking to you. That's what happened. He starts by saying something, but she hung up and he's just like, huh? And just staring at the screen. And I'm like, yeah, take it in. Anyway, he says that she was never a good person. She was always evil. And I got so angry at this because I'm thinking to myself, she's evil. Because at this point in time, she's choosing herself over you because you chose yourself over you. So she's allowing, she's doing what you want her to do, basically, um, or doing the opposite of what you did. So it's just, I don't understand him. I don't understand someone who can go through a breakup with somebody who they claim to love at some point in time and was planning a future with this person or was supposed to find a future of this person and then turns around and says they were evil or this and that like it's the equivalent of like when you have men like try to pick you up and you're not interested and they turn around and call you a slut <laughs> it's like what no like i'm i'm not because i'm not entertaining you and that's basically what it comes down to like this is a person who's like you're not being entertained by her. She's not giving you the time of fucking day. She's doing things you don't fucking like, but she's uh, angry at you because of you chose this. And you want to turn around and call her fucking evil. It's also very gaslighty as well. Where it's just like, that's, and that's exactly what he's doing though. He is gaslighting her because he's completely blaming her for the demise of their relationship and he has no onus in it. 
and his family eggs that shit on. It's ridiculous. Do you want to spice up your love life? Well, you can make that happen by going to Love Shop, where you can get sorts of different things, whether it's for both you and your partner, or just for yourself. For solo play, you can get things, all types of vibrators, maybe more kinky type toys, or you can just buy what every person may need, like lingerie or protection, or even just something to make it a little more fun, like games or novelty things. You can do all of this by going to Love Shop, and you can use our unique coupon code REALITYT2 to get 10% on anything your hearts desire. So that's loveshop.ca, L-O-V-E-S-H-O-P dot C-A, and use our unique coupon code REALITY2, that's R-E-A-L-I-T-E-A, and the number 2. So now she's going to be getting her name changed. Yay. She says it's going to be so liberating when she changes her name because she says, like, you know, it's kind of the last thing that's tying her to him. The last puzzle to this, the last piece of this puzzle that's tying her to this marriage. And you can finally, it's kind of just this freeing feeling of when you release that little piece. And even though I didn't legally change my name, I assumed, which is a different process, you um, you don't cost, even cost any money or anything like that to do it. Um, it was still so liberating to go back to my name after that. The only thing that's hard is when you need to change your fucking bank account back to your maiden name. It's so annoying. Even though you go through all the fucking channels, it's like, are you kidding me? What the fuck's the problem here? Um, but yeah, it, it's it's such a freeing feeling. So, kudos to her. So then we see that Karen is doing some some sort of Tai Chi or some shit. And she says that this, whatever the fuck she's doing, I don't know what it is. She says that this allows her to focus on her enemies. And currently her enemy is Pedro and the family Pedro. <laughs> so she says that her, you know, she, her kids under um, attack, she says, especially Chantel. And it's her job to protect them. This is what she's doing, I guess. She's going to do it by tai chi them to death. I don't know. And she doesn't want people to think she's violent. May I direct you to Shockey a few seasons ago in HEA? I think it was HEA. Um, after the infamous fight between Pedro and River. Um, but she's not violent, guys. She's just not violent, not at all. Um, she says, you know, I gotta protect 
my babies. Meanwhile, during this whole situation, she's supposed to also get a pen for Chantel. And so she literally finds a moment in time in this thing she's doing to go get her a pen and go right back to defending her babies. This fucking woman is so, she's, she's perfect TV, but there's a loose screw in there. Anyway. So now we see Lydia is getting her hair done. She says that she has a secret. She's telling her hairstylist, his name is Joel, I believe. And she says her secret is, it's got, which we all kind of already know already anyways, but it's got is her secret. and. For those who actually don't even know who the hell he is and why I call him Iscott, we'll get to that in a minute because we actually do get a little taste into that in a little bit. Um, Scott, who was on Love in Paradise, he dated Lydia. This is the last season of Love in Paradise, which was earlier this year. We didn't cover it. We actually started podcasting not long after Love in Paradise ended. So, yeah, Scott... And the reason most podcasters, I think at this point, call him Scott is because Nicole, with her accent, whenever she would say Scott's name, would say Scott, which we then were born with Scott. So Scott is the secret. And she says that she's going to be giving him a second chance. The fuck why? The fuck why? So for those who didn't watch Love in Paradise, this is what happened. For those who didn't watch this episode, this is what happened with this whole situation with Scott. So Scott comes to the DR to meet Lydia. Lydia doesn't speak English, so he gets all up in his feelings because his translator doesn't fucking work. And he decides that there was this girlfriend that he had in Colombia who ghosted him a long time ago. But then she kind of popped up out of nowhere. Flew, so he broke up with Lydia. Flew, this girl flew from Columbia to DR. He ended up taking her on the vacation he was supposed to take Lydia on. And then that didn't work out because the Colombian girl, her name was Liz, I think. She was just like, you haven't fucking changed a bit. You're still like, just so smothering basically. And I need to get the fuck out of here. And she left after like two days and went back to Colombia. He then tells Lydia to meet up with him. I think at the same place he was supposed to go on vacation with Lydia with, but then I'm taking Liz instead and says, you know, I really fucked up and, uh, you know, maybe we can give this another chance. But let me tell you that Liz was here and she left earlier today because I'm too much. And she says, huh? And she says, deuces and goes and, um, lies in the ocean. That was basically Love's Blown Paradise, their, their, their storyline in like a minute. So that's what happened. And she wants to give this fucker a second chance. And I'm thinking, pourquoi? Why? I'm very confused by your choices. 
But, um, so yeah, that's what she's planning to do. She says he's sexy. And I said, huh? As I've said to Letitia in the last episode, he looks like a bulldog. A squished up bulldog. There's nothing sexy about the squishy bulldogs. Nothing. Not in human form either. But to each their own, I guess. Everyone deserves love. Anyway, Nicole doesn't know, she says. He messaged her out of the blue one day a few weeks ago. And he said that he missed her and wanted to reconnect. She says that he is going to be coming down to the Dominican Republic and she will be giving him another chance. Because we're all human, right? May I take you back to two minutes ago when I explained what happened during Love is Love in Paradise with these two losers and how much we're not all human. <laughs> oh, there's human error and then there's just stupid decisions. And she says, you know, me looks good, so that's maybe why she wants to give him another chance. Whatever. Pedro's now in the Dominican Republic, and we're meeting up with friends to talk shit, basically. He needs to explore all the women, Lydia says to him. All the women. His first sexual experience was with Chantel. I don't know if I fully believe that, but anyways, his first sexual experience was with Chantel. He needs to explore all the women, kiss all the women, to explore all the different flavors, and ew. And, um, he is going to be getting set up on a date with this pageant chick that, um, Nicole, um, met, I guess, when she was doing the pageant thing, which was in the previous season of the family Chantel. Don't care. Anyways, because that's not what we're here for. We're here for the other shit that's going to happen in the current, and then this week's this episode, tonight's episode. <laughs> Then Lydia brings up Iscott and the fact that Iscott is going to be coming back to the Dominican Republic. Now, Pedro doesn't know a whole lot about Iscott because Pedro was dealing with a divorce during the time that Iscott came to the Dominican Republic. Probably didn't actually meet the guy. And, but when this is told to everybody, Nicole says, are you crazy? And she explains to Pedro that Scott is very aggressive, and she doesn't want to ever see him again. I'm good. That's basically what she says. And Pedro is not thrilled to potentially be meeting Scott, so he's like, I, I don't know. And, uh, which will bring us to the drama later on. So she says that uh, Scott. Nicole says this that Scott was a trash. <laughs> um. He, and they also bring up that he had the Colombian girlfriend, and, uh, yeah, this is not going to go good. Pedro actually tells Lydia to have some self-respect for herself. He's brave. I could never tell that to my mom to have self-respect if I thought she didn't have self-respect. I get, like, no. <laughs> But anyways, 
It's funny here, though, because you can kind of see this double standard with Lydia and her children, where she says, I am an adult and I can do whatever I want. So is Nicole and so is Pedro. And yet you don't allow them to do what they want to do without World War III happening. Charlotte then, you know what I mean? So now Karen and Thomas are up to something we can see. And they are going to be meeting with a PI. Again, third time's charm, right? And they go through the history of Pedro and Chantel's relationship, the family, and all that. And I wrote here, why does Karen continuously roll her R's? It's so disgusting. Someone tell her to fucking stop doing it. It's so gross. Anyway, so she says that she's, you know, she's doing this because she's always right and she needs it to be proven. So, and I also wrote here that the evidence that's kind of being presented to this PI is evidence that happened years ago. For example, the dancing with Karima. That happened a long fucking time ago. Why are we talking about this? I know it happened a long time ago because I'm currently following Reality Gaze cover this last season of HEA, which was their last season of HEA, which would have been, what, five years ago? So, yeah, a long, long fucking time ago. Let's do better. But this guy says that he does have connections in the DR. So this is going to be real interesting to see what comes up out of this. Out of this. This is why I say maybe a third time is a charm this time. We'll see. Although the PI who did the work on um, uh, Winter's Guy seem to be pretty spot on too so we'll see but that's it for family Chantel. you're probably going to be listening to this episode after monday's episode comes out that's probably what's going to happen but thank you guys for being patient unfortunately i know like this week was really difficult um with yeah, with me having to go into the office on Friday and then, you know, life kind of coming in and just fucking me over and, uh, and then my medical situation that I'm currently dealing with, but currently medicating. So, um, it's just been one of those weekends. Yeah. But we're getting back on a roll with things. Um, FBoy Island, I'm hoping to get both those episodes to you by the end of the week. Selling Sunset, I'm hoping I can get at least an episode to you this week, if not two, um, so we can finish that up. But we'll probably do one episode this week and to finish um, Selling Sunset off next week. So thank you again for being so patient with me. I'm not going to go through next time on because next time on is coming on in an hour. So we'll leave it alone for now. But that's basically it for Family Chantilla for last week's episode. And yeah, that's it. Thank you guys for being patient with me. So if you like what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast um, and you can rate a review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And I have a new thing that I want to start trying and that is 
that every four or five star review that we get, I'll read it on the podcast. So if you want to hear your review on the podcast, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're able to rate and review. Um, And if you want to connect with us, you can do so by going to Reality Tea Times 2 on Facebook, Reality Tea Times 2 Podcast on Instagram or Threads, Reality Tea Times 2 Pod on Twitter. You can also find us on Reddit at Reality Tea Times 2 Pod. And uh, you can also email us at realitytimes2 at hotmail.com. And don't forget, you can find us on YouTube at realitytimes2. You can also subscribe, like, comment on there as well. We greatly appreciate that. And don't forget that I do have another podcast with my friend Mikkel called Next Take Podcast, where we talk about all kinds of different things. Um, we currently have, you know, this number can definitely change, but we currently have about eight episodes. Um, roughly, we've talked about all kinds of different things. We have a lot of fun over there. So please go take a listen to us over at Next Take Podcast, which you can find us at on YouTube at Next Take Podcast. You can also find us on our website, solo.to forward slash Next Take Podcast. And don't forget, we have a website, and that is at solo.to forward slash reality t times two. And we also have a Discord, and I believe that's reality t times two as well. So you can find us there. Um, but that's basically it. That's all the stuff. Of course, everything here will that I've just listed will be in our show notes, all discount codes. Um Special links to everything that we put in our ads are also in our show notes. And yeah, that's basically it, guys. Thanks so much. Bye. Have you ever thought of starting your very own podcast? Doing the research, I found something that would have made editing easy and seamless and makes the podcasting experience just that much easier. And I am talking about Ludo. This is a podcast software that I use for our editing of our episodes. It is amazing. It is easy. You're also able to get help from chat, doing chats and getting the information that maybe you just need a little more help with. They also have access to different articles that can also help you that have been just godsends for me. Also with Aludu, you can create 
clips you can do your ads that's just like this very one I'm doing right now and you can create your trailer very seamlessly just by the clicks of buttons you can also use Aludu to publish your episodes just straight from the software it's so easy I highly highly recommend it you can get access to Aludu by using our unique link which you can find our show notes just down there at the bottom at the show notes and you can get access to an easy software.